Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Who do you want to talk about first? Mick Sherman. The Athletic. He can play. And we need people that can play. And we'll never be royals. Let me live that fantasy. Mick Sherman. The Athletic. On The Connor Happer Show. On 1620 The Zone. He can play. All right. A lot of stuff to get to here with Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. Joins us now on the 42 Degrees, the source hotline. Mitch, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I just checked as I was here listening to that song to see how the Royals were doing in spring training, and they're off to their their characteristic hot start, a 4-2. We run the Cactus League, Mitch. I've been saying it for years. I learned long ago that it means absolutely nothing, and... In fact, I think it's actually it would be nice to see the Royals go like ten and twenty eight in spring training just to see if that changed things up and maybe maybe they got off to a hot start in April. I sometimes appreciate the false hope, although if I could trade it for April, I would do so. I remember the uh there was like a three oh, year yeah. stretch where nobody in spring training could get Mike Mustakis out, and then he <laughs> hit about like one eighty during the during the season for like each of those years but i but I would always think. Man, what like if we could just get back to Arizona, Mike Moustakis, then then we're really cooking here. But it never really came to fruition. There were a bunch of years where Alex Gordon hit like six twenty eight in spring training, and then <laughs> he would start. He would start. He would he would hit under two hundred for April, and then and then heat up as the weather did. Yeah, that's uh, that's sometimes the way it goes for the Royals. But I have optimism. I have hope this year. Uh, before we get into some uh, football and basketball stuff with you here, Husker wise, uh, Mitch, I, I wanted to ask you about. Uh, about Gretna and that crazy ending cool. last night and their their path now, which has led them to Pinnacle Bank Arena in the state tournament of, after the passing of Coach Brad Feekin earlier in the year. I mean, like, honestly, I don't even have a question for you. Just that team, um, yeah. and, I, and I watched the interview with Sauter last night, which was, which was amazing. Like, that team getting all the way to state and, you know, having a chance to do something really special. How cool is that? I didn't. I didn't ever want to write about this because I'm too close to it. I mean, too close to it just geographically and personally. I mean, I've known Coach Hurd since our daughters were third graders, and uh, and Coach Feekin was my current high school junior's seventh grade reading teacher. And you know, I've just grown up with a lot of these people who are parents to the kids that are out there now. But they are they are challenging me. Um, yeah. team with, with what's happening here, both with the buzzer beater on December 30th that I saw from the stands and, and, and then last night watching on, on the stream, they're challenging me to, 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 to find a way to write about this next week. I feel like it's the kind of a story that people care about and would care about if they knew it way beyond Gretna and Omaha and the state of Nebraska. Um, and it doesn't really matter. It, it, of course, it would add to the 
story if if Gretna were to go and and beat Miller North on Wednesday. But it really it really doesn't matter. It's more about them getting back to the state tournament and and Coach Feekin's daughter Rylan cutting down yeah. the net yeah. last night. I mean, the video of that was just. I mean, if you watched her speak at at his funeral, it was impossible not to pretty much just lose it. And and then last night to to have that that moment with her cutting down the net uh, in front of the parents and the players and the coaches. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to get my get my notebook out and I may not even interview. I may just you know, write it first person with just put some words down about all of it. Yeah. But yeah, so we'll see, but it's um, it's a crazy story. It's an incredible story. I'd read it. That's for sure. I think, I think your proximity to the situation actually makes it more compelling, but you know, yeah. if, if you lose, you know, the uh, objectivity in it, I don't think that's the worst thing in this situation. Right. And I would have to be upfront about that from the beginning, <laughs> which uh, I think would be clear. Uh, Mitch Sherman of the Athletic is with us. You you you've been around uh, Nebraska basketball a little bit more recently over the last uh, few weeks and month. Here you were there yeah. um, when they beat Minnesota over the weekend. I wanted to ask you just sort of about the vibe and the and the feeling around the group right now. How much swagger they they seem to be playing with. I feel like my my confidence level in them and my my trust level in them has obviously increased as they've been crushing Big Ten competition mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. But I feel like the the uh, the sort of energy that they give off right now is a lot different than anything that you know. You just haven't seen that a lot with Nebraska basketball um, since I've been around the program. That's for sure. I guess. What do you What do you feel right now with this group and obviously their their chances to make some noise coming up in a, in a couple weeks? The sw- yeah, the swag meter is. Is is unusually high. Yeah. Even in Nebraska basketball's good years, typically there's been a sense of what catastrophe is lurking around the next corner. Always. And there was a time this year, I think, where people felt that way about this team. But I think that's passed, and I think people have seen them now get to a place where they can play not poorly, but certainly not their best. And there was a question asked after the game Sunday night um, uh, about the, the win against Minnesota and how Tominaga and Rink Mast and, and C.J. Wiltshire went over whatever from three-point range and still Nebraska won against a team that had been playing well. I mean, you're not talking about like a mid-major or low-major team. I mean, yeah, Nebraska should win games against a, a Southland Conference team in December if its shooters are having an off night. But these are the games that you would lose, that most, most major conference teams would lose against another surging team in the conference that's coming in with some desperation going toward March. I mean, Minnesota wasn't, is not, now, now they have to win the Big Ten tournament, but they were in a position where if they pulled that one off and then finished strong, maybe the Gophers could get in, not to mention the fact that they're playing the conference tournament at home. Um, so there's some energy around that Minnesota program, and Nebraska, despite not having its best night from a shooting offensive standpoint, just kind of swatted them away. Like this yep. is workmanlike. Like Here a we fly. Go. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's just let's just do do what we've continue, we've been doing. Not a not a. There wasn't really ever a worry. I don't think among the the team about that game. I didn't feel that vibe in the arena. Like those that nervous feeling in the arena that you have so often had mm-hmm. in Lincoln. It wasn't it wasn't there Sunday night. So yeah, a lot of confidence, and things can change. 
on a on a dime. I mean, you could go to Ohio State and and come back feeling bad about yourself, but they shouldn't, no matter what happens, because they control their destiny here, not just to 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 get in that large berth, but to be in a position where they don't have to worry at all on March 17th. A, a lot of that battle is just like, and and I think Nebraska is in a place where they're really comparable to a lot, you know, whatever it's going to be about the six to 11 seeds in the NCAA tournament. They're like in that, mm-hmm. in that mix. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the battle between those teams is confidence and, you know, the ability to get hot at the right time. Both of which I think Nebraska has kind of in spades right now. So I think they, I don't know if the optimism is as high as it's ever seen it as it pertains to Nebraska potentially winning a tournament game. And um, I think there's good reason for that. I think there's warranted reason for that. Those are games in the tournament, you know, on on Thursday and Friday in the tournament, the six, eleven, seven, ten, eight, nine games. You know, you could sometimes even include five, twelve in there where you don't have upsets. It's just like you said. It's just who's hot at the right moment. Um, where in for what team does the the flow of the game favor? And you don't know until they come out and start playing. And and for Nebraska, they, they, for Nebraska to go into March with the kind of energy that generally seems to put it in a good spot to win the flow of the game, just kind of to win the the the, the feeling to, to to dictate the tempo. That's what they've been doing in, in all of these games recently. You know, I'd even argue for for a lot of that Illinois game that Nebraska lost in in early February. That was the case. Um, that that's that's really a positive going into the into the NCAA tournament. So, you know, the task is to keep it up because there's still a lot of basketball. And there, there's 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 you know a couple of road games. Um, there's the conference tournament, so you have to stay healthy. Um, there's a lot that could still happen, but. I don't have that. I don't have that kind of where's the dark cloud feeling about this group right now. I you know, hear Bryce Williams after the game when 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 they were asked him and and Juwan Garrett were asked about if this team is peaking at the right time and and you know Juwan, I'm not sure if he if he was well. He answered it and and kind of hemmed and hawed and said, "Yeah, we're playing really well." And and Bryce, the question was for Juwan, but Bryce jumped in at the end and, and said, "We're not playing our best." So that the way the reason that the fact that they believe that is is very encouraging for Fred Hoiberg. No doubt about it. Mitch Sherman of the Athletic is with us. I want to ask you about a, about a football story. Um, Matt Rule, you wrote about is the kind of culture that is creating. Maybe not even inside the program, but it's kind of like externally facing a little bit as well. Talking to some um, local high school coaches, as he's been really welcoming of those guys into their program. And uh, so here here here's an excerpt from the story that you wrote. After some fluctuation over the past two decades at Nebraska, Hanson, who's a uh, Pius assistant, adults are back in the room, uh, or a former a former assistant at Pius. Hanson says he recalls years ago when Nebraska a Nebraska offensive coordinator or coordinator scoffed at him for seeking the insight on the Husker scheme. Hanson told Rule the story: If anything like that happens at Nebraska with this coaching staff, Rule said, "Find him and let him know." The staff has just been different in the sense that they've really tried to connect with us. It's great to see. The guys watching on Saturday that the guys watching on Saturday are going through the same things that we do on Friday night. They are one of us. They really are. How I, I I know that feeling hasn't always been prevalent around here, and we've talked about it. I think you know maybe even you would say too much. Just that idea of the connection with the coaches in the state. How how important 
is that. And obviously they've done a great job so far, about as well as they can do so far at making that a reality and a, and a, and a priority to them. But like, how, how important really is it when um, the, the coaches on the staff and the coaches, the football high school football coaches in the state are kind of on the same page? Yeah, I think it's a really big deal, especially in a place like Nebraska where it's, it's the form, the formula is in place to build a winning team with a foundation that starts at home. There are states and, and, you know, this, this kind of defies logic in some places. Like I'd point to Georgia where you have the most talent per capita anywhere in the country and a team that a college team in, in the Georgia Bulldogs who are, have shown the potential to be dominant and be the best program in the country. And they don't, they don't, they, they put a ton of effort, of course, into recruiting the state of Georgia, but so does Alabama and Florida and Florida state and Clemson and all of the programs that are geographically connected to Georgia. And Georgia often ends up missing on a big chunk of the players at home and still thrives and, and plays in the college football playoff almost every year. And, and now will play in the college football playoff every year with it expanding that's a, there's a different formula in Nebraska. There's less talent and there's less reach by the, the home state program still want to have a national uh, brand in your, in your building. But for whatever reason, just I think because of the history and the way the championship teams have built at Nebraska, and it's just because of the, I, I don't know, the feeling in the state, you have to do it this way there. It's been, they, they've, they've tried in, in, and not just in football and other sports, but they've tried to venture out and say, it doesn't matter where the players are from. It only matters who they are and what kind of talent they have, and we're not going to worry about the hometowns. Well, at, at, for whatever reason, at, 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 in Lincoln, Nebraska, that 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 just doesn't, that yeah. just, it doesn't work as well. So, um, it, you, the thing that struck me in talking to some coaches when I reported that story last week is that, yeah, it's easy for Matt Rule and his staff, I think, to do that in year one when they've been on the ground for a few months. But now they're into year two, and it's been 15, 16 months, and you know, you could kind of check out with those guys and say, hey, we won over the local coaches, so now we're just going to go back to putting a regular amount of energy into that and, and focused on Texas and Pennsylvania and right. Florida and other places where we want to recruit. But they're not. They're, you know, Matt Rule went to Lincoln and to Omaha on the same night to visit with high school coaches last week, and that, that really, I think, speaks to them about his commitment level. Well, it would have come off as less genuine if they weren't doing it all the time everywhere, right? Like, you see... You see Matt Rule at uh, you know basketball games. I did a I I, I PA'd a gymnastics meet and there was a whole bunch of football players that walked in and obviously they get you know rewards for for being there <laughs> yeah. like so they have incentive to be there but like it's it's part of their it's part of this staff's deal um, and it it's like non negotiable it's we're gonna wrap our arms around this thing. Yeah, that was a that was a former defensive coordinator at Nebraska that Hanson was talking about. And, and he didn't tell me not to use the coach's name, um, but I chose not to because I didn't want to make this story about that. Sure. I didn't want it to be a story about so-and-so, you know, from this staff and this year, you know, was shooing away the, the high school coaches, you know, because that's not the point. That was a long time ago. And, and the point is what, what rule said in response to hearing about that. And, you know, I think he's genuine in, in, in his, in his, um, you know, his stance there. If, if something does happen where a coach is an assistant coach in Nebraska is having a bad day and doesn't want to deal with the local high school guy, uh, you know, it could happen, but rule wants to rule wants to end it before it becomes a problem. Yep. 
Uh, all right, Mitch, we'll let you go. Appreciate the time as always, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, thanks, Connor. Mitch Sherman of The Athletic. As always, you can find his stuff there. Um, plenty of, I mean, it, it's interesting, the sort of news cycle. With, like, there's not much in the news cycle with Nebraska football right now, which I don't think is the worst thing in the world. Um, but Mitch always finds a good angle to, to sort of hit it from. Yeah, healthy break. And before you know it, spring ball will be here. A month? Somewhere around there? But we'll, we will squeeze the basketball sponge all the way out. We'll wring it out. That's for sure. And I'm excited to do so. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of the basketball sponge, if you're interested in Class C2 girls basketball, uh, Bishop Newman has oh. a 15-point lead over Cross County right now at the Devaney Center with a minute left to go in the third. Pulled out in the second half. Yeah, but watch out. You know, Cross County can make a run. They did earlier in the game. You never know. All right, coming back, Josh has the odd news. Still need your questions for the tweet bag, which is coming up here in just a little bit. Uh, the Connor Happer Show, back next on 1620 The Zone. The Connor Happer Show. Who's pitching tonight? Uh, you Darvish, having a great year. The Connor Happer Show. I know about that guy. On 1620 The Zone. What a mess. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 